to Connor. Say something. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we already did this already. We we already did the crappy podcast intro. You gotta say something like. Oh, okay. I'll do the actual intro then. Hello, this is the Unqualified Podcast with Connor and Alex because Connor is now in front because Alex decided not to do the intro. And Connor's also holding an AK-47. Like, this is not true whatsoever. There's no videotape evidence. We can hear you cocking the AK-47. <laughs> all right, all right. Metzer's also here. Yeah, Hello. We, we got Mike Metz here. Uh, disclaimer, this podcast can be a little different than what you're used to. It's going to be a little more serious, uh, even though Connor is holding an AK-47. That's all right, cut to the intro music. Back to the Unqualified Podcast with Alex and Connor. Uh, I'm here today with special guest Mike Metzler. Did I just say Mike's? Yeah. I meant to say Mike. It's sing- Mike singular. There's only one Mike Metzler. Mike and Ike. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike's. Ike Metzler's also here. Hard Mike's. All right. But anyways, <laughs> like I said before, uh, this is going to be more of a serious podcast. We actually have Mike here. He has a story for you guys about mental health. And th- for this episode... We're trying to make it a little more serious because this is a heavier topic, so it's going to be less jokes, maybe towards the end, uh, just giving you guys a fair warning. But anyways, I'm going to let Mike take it from here, just give you guys a brief introduction, and uh, we'll ask some questions later, and then we'll kind of have a discussion about it. All right, that's all you, Ben. Thanks, Tang. Thanks for having me. You know, no problem. Um, what about me? Are you going to thank me? Thanks, Connor. Shut up, Connor. Appreciate it. <laughs> I wasn't even on the last podcast, so let's go. Yeah, it's probably good. We did it in a restaurant. It wasn't that great. She did it in a but anyways, <laughs> this is Mike's. This is Mike's. Okay, time. yeah, but give me one minute. What restaurant? Yeah, wait. Because I wish I got it. Right? Alfredo's Taqueria. Did you pay for it? I paid for Joe's food. No one else Whoa. ordered anything. I oh, could have. I would have came for that one for sure. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Go for it, Metzler. Okay. But, anyways. Um. Right. So yeah, I really wanted so I really wanted like come out and just like kind of go public about this, like really open up. So I've dealt with mental health for a few years with anxiety and depression since like 7th, 8th grade. But the problem with it is you don't really know that you have a mental health issue until you've it's already been affecting you and you kind of changed with it. So I didn't really, really realize until like later in freshman and sophomore year how much I've changed and then I became much more introverted and so I wasn't as, I wasn't the same person anymore. But then I just didn't know what to do and so I researched a little bit about it and then it I started getting really, really depressed and then I was in a dark, I was in a dark place and I was really struggling with just living life and I didn't know what I was about to do. So, I mean, that's a good overview. I'll I'll probably step in with some questions because I definitely am curious about this. Obviously I can't speak for Connor, but I've never had to deal with anything quite that severe. Obviously, you know, like emotions and stuff can definitely swing back and forth. But to think of uh, like on a consistent basis, just kind of, 
feeling, I guess, depressed. I don't know any word that would be better to describe it, but I feel like you did a good job in saying that. My first question, I think, would be, like, what does, if you can explain, I don't know if you can, but what does that kind of truly feel like to be, to have depression? How do you know the difference between, like, depression and just kind of being sad for, like, maybe a longer period of time? I think it's kind of, you, with being, like, sad or something, it will be more of, like, an event or something that kind of triggers the emotion, and then you're, will be stuck in, like, maybe the, you'll be stuck feeling sad for a while, but with depression, you kind of, you start, like, you will be normal, and then an event might happen or it might not, and then you just start spiraling out of control, and you start feeling helpless, and then you start digging, like, a deeper and deeper hole, and then it kind of feels like you're drowning a little bit, and it's, you have to just start noticing it or before it becomes too late okay so from what i'm understanding is it can either be triggered by an event or maybe just triggered by just like spontaneous or maybe just some sort of persisting problem that kind of turns into like an overwhelming sense of like fear almost i don't know if fear is the right word to use but i know one of the biggest problems i mean obviously i'm kind of we're very unqualified but anyways we're, we're, we're kind of novices at this so I, I from what I've heard is that like one of the biggest problems is getting help so if there's anyone out there suffering from depression or maybe just you know obviously like pers- like persisting feelings of hopelessness or sadness that don't really know for sure do you how important do you think it is for them to take that first step to get help um, with my experience is I was getting really I was really struggling and then I finally opened up to someone and that was the first time I ever told anyone or like truly admitted it that I had it and just knowing like their love and support for you you just it's an overwhelming emotion or like overwhelming like feeling that there's actually like there's someone there that cares for you and they're there for you that you're not going through it alone and so opening up to someone just kind of helps you feel a little freer and more secure and safe with someone because then you're, you're not you're not alone in the world you're actually like you're here with everyone and you can actually kind of live a better life okay i mean one thing that i was thinking of was more like have you ever tried to seek more of like a professional type of approach or have you like obviously like we've just graduated from north but like there's resources like obviously school counselor and stuff like that do you ever try to take advantage of any of those resources or is it more of like a personal basis and it's just kind of like a private thing? So this, I did this kind of differently. I don't, it's confusing for me because I always, I felt like putting it on someone is kind of like a burden. And so I've always kind of kept myself isolated. But recently I've been kind of more open about it and I've been noticing like, it's okay. People are people are still there for you and everything, but I've been I I like honestly this is really sad. And I'm sorry for this, but I my parents don't even know right now. I'm gonna tell them later, but it's just like you. I tried battling this for so long on my own and stuff that then I was put into a therapist like kind of first a different reason, 
and then I couldn't even open up to them because I just felt insecure and not worthy enough but honestly helping like opening up to someone who's like qualified for this would actually be really helpful because then they actually understand more and then they're there to help you they're not there to just like judge you or anything they actually want to help and try to make you feel better just with your life and how you're doing yeah i just have a few questions like um get closer and sorry um you said that you kind of started around like seventh or eighth grade is that right yeah um does this have like anything to do with all the injuries you had with soccer or anything do you think that possibly had an effect on it i think it contributed slightly but i didn't really know what i was going through like obviously it's sad sitting on the sideline what like and then i was stuck and just like i hit plateaus and then i didn't know what was going on and so i kept trying to get better and better and i just couldn't so obviously it's was sad and stuff and i'm sure it contributed so you know the biggest thing that i've seen is that a lot of people feel kind of shame from depression which in my opinion just from i mean i'm by no means a professional or a scientist or anything but from what I can, from what I've seen, it's definitely a disease. It's definitely not. It's like, it's like if you were to get some sort of like physiological disease, it's probably equal to that. So I know that a lot of people feel shame about getting help. They feel embarrassed about it. But have you kind of accepted it more as a condition that is more almost like comparable to like if you had a heart condition rather than something that you kind of feel ashamed about? Well, I actually do have a heart condition as well. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but um, I think because it's something like with the chemicals of your brain, you don't have something or something's overloaded. I'm not sure what it is, but um, obviously I don't know. Like there's not like a cure for it. Right. So you're kind of battling something that's always going to be there. And then it's just not an easy road or a path that you you kind of need to really take care of it as best as possible without like because there's no procedure medicine that just kind of fixes you yeah and I mean obviously a big step for you is being right here and I definitely commend you for that that's a really brave thing to do Thank you. and I just wanted to see if you had any advice obviously you're still kind of going through this it's something it's a process right it's a journey that you're just going to be it's going gonna, it's gonna to carry with you for a little while, but you're, you're trying to find ways to manage it, and I think opening up is a big step. Would you have any advice for someone just starting to go through this? Maybe that kid in seventh grade, maybe that kid in eighth grade that doesn't really know what's going on, even, or even someone, someone in high school or someone older that just is discovering maybe there is something different, or maybe... Uh, they maybe someone's not sure and they just need to open up. What what is your advice for someone like that? Okay, so this great thanks, thank. Um, you have this. So one of the best opening up is one of the best things I think with dealing with a mental illness. And if you think you're struggling out there, you def know that you're not alone and that there's people here who care about you and want to help you. That's the biggest thing I think that when you have a mental illness, you think that you're alone and then you keep you keep trying to deal with it with yourself and then you kind of get into like a hole. But then you but then there's people that are there to help you out of it. You need to know that you're not alone and that people want to help. 
people just want to help you. They don't want you to struggle through this and that there's ways to get help through just telling someone that a friend or something even or just especially if you have like a trustworthy adult or someone that you think can really help you it's okay to open up they'll understand and they'll be there for you it's one of, then you'll actually be able to get some help and then you this won't be as much of a struggle or a burden that you're taking on by yourself you'll have support all around you that is very helpful obviously this is completely personal you don't have to share if you don't want to but at what point uh, my question is at what point did you realize that you needed help like was there a rock bottom for you obviously you don't have to answer this question if you want to pass you can but is there a point in your life where you thought that this is this is getting a little too overwhelming and you wanted to obviously you said you can't you shared with one person and that really helped you out a lot I mean, was it, what was the leading point or leading cause to getting there? I, I think it'd be good to share. Um, there was a point that it was just, I started going down a really dark path, but I didn't really know what was going on and I wasn't reaching out for help. And I kept, I kept spiraling out of control and going deeper and deeper to where I honestly, I didn't want to live anymore. And I was, I was debating suicide. And so I was just really, I was stuck. And then I, like, I was just getting there. And then finally, it just, it kind of, I was talking with them. And then it just, it kind of, I was like, all right, I, I got to do this. And it was one of the best decisions of my life. Uh, Matt, here today. Can I actually ask you why you decided today to talk about this? Like, is there something that changed that you realize you're, a, I don't know, like a stronger person? And you're ready to start talking about this now? Um, yes, because with going on with everything in just, like, the world, and so I finally completed, like, I kind of, I wish I opened up sooner, but then I was also like, okay, let me just get through this on my own, and then I was like, oh, we're almost done with high school, right? So I decided, here, I, f I can make it through high school pretty much on my own without, like, any, like, I still had help and everything, but, like, Without seeking professional or something, I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can fight this. This isn't, this isn't gonna beat me or something. So then I was like, okay, I completed high school, I, and then I feel like it's such a big part of me that I don't want to keep it a secret or I don't. Want, I kind of want to, and then I want to help others as well, because in so with going to like college or something, I feel like I, I with my life, I want to help a bunch anybody who's dealing with like a mental illness or something I want to be there to help them so I'm going to try I think I'm going to start like a business or something that will run and just try to help with mental health enough and so I think I need to take this step that I'm doing right now to follow down that path yeah and then um I guess obviously I've seen you have like some of those wristbands right from the yes gym. have you taken part of any of those uh like what was the organization Erica's Lighthouse or anything like mm -hmm. that? Have you have you reached out to any organizations yet? Or I mean, because it's still kind of you're still kind of in a process. And I mean, this obviously, like I said before, this podcast is definitely a bigger step for you coming out. I mean, obviously, me and Connor before I think last night you told us we didn't really know, and obviously you've been able to really you're you've been able to really keep a smile on your face through a lot. And so I was I think I was really surprised. And so, 
man, I'm just kind of rambling. But anyways, okay. uh, yeah, is there anything that you've taken part of that maybe you'd recommend other people take part of or like anything, any services that you'd recommend people reach out to or something like that? Um, so, yeah, I've kind of kept to my, I didn't really reach out or not, but um, we had that fair at school and gym class or whatever, and I picked up one of the wristbands for the hope for the day. And so I've worn it ever since, and it's just a constant, like, daily reminder that to just, like, keep having hope and that it'll get better someday and you'll all be okay. And so I think that reaching out to, like, some or- an organization or, or, like, a professional that actually, like, knows much more about what you're going through, like, that's one of the biggest steps that you can take because then well, you're, actu- you're actually, like, saying, okay, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to fight this mental health thing. You're, you're actually going to take a next step to helping yourself as well to where that if you reach out to these organizations or these people that you're going to, uh, you want to live a better life, and that's fantastic. All right. I mean, we can keep talking about this if you want. I mean, I think you've covered a lot, and obviously this is a really heavy subject. I mean, I just wanted to tell you that Obviously, there's a lot of support here for you. I mean, if you ever need me or Connor, I know we'd always be here. And, like, you, you, I think talking to a lot of people around you, I think it would be really helpful. Obviously, I'm not, like, an expert or anything, but, like, I know, like, this is not really... This is, this is kind of comparing, like, apples to oranges, but, like, sometimes talking to people just about, like, daily things that you think about yourself that are like weird or something like that and then you realize oh someone else does the exact same thing you know when you, when you find something someone that has something else in common and sometimes that helps like kind of alleviate some like fears or some stress or some some stuff like that because I know I mean there's different ways that people cope with different types of uh, like emotions just in general and obviously everyone has good days they have bad days but I think the difference with this is that it's it's more it's more biological and it's more it's it's definitely more persistent and I think oh man this this is going off this ramble's going off a while but anyways what I think is that uh, I mean you've done such a good job so far and I mean in college I hope I hope you find some more help and some more support and if you ever need us we're always here. So do you want to talk about any, any? Do you want to talk about this anymore, or do you want to move on to um, the subject? I think this was a quick thing. Um, thank you for that, guys. It really means a lot knowing that people are there for you. But um, I've talked about depression a lot, but also I kind of want to talk about anxiety for a quick second. Oh, yeah. That like these kind of go hand in hand to like where with anxiety you kind of your mind kind of starts overthinking and you start getting anxious and you start feeling you start like your mind starts like rambling but and then you keep going and going on down the same path to where you start feeling like you start feeling like different you feel awkward you feel like there's always somebody like kind of watching you and then you just kind of want to get away from everything and that kind of like the anxiety and kind of triggers or like pushes the depression to become on stronger or something and i think that um just you kind of have to deal with them individually but you also have to deal with them together if that if that makes sense but um so for anxiety is this do you experience this because is depression something that 
comes in waves or is it something that is just persistent every day or is it something that I mean is just triggered by spontaneously by maybe some event or a person or something like that like what when when do you uh, you don't have to answer if you don't want to but when do you feel like man this is this this is hopeless or something or I don't I don't know what it feels like but when do you feel kind of this kind of feeling going on that's that's a good question. Um, I think so. With the it, like you said, like it could come in waves, or it could always be there. Like every day, I feel like it's, it's always a struggle, just because it's kind of there with you always. It's always there, kind of like in the back of your mind. But then it does also come in waves, and then like for me, kind of in like the winter time or something, it gets a little worse. Just I don't know why, just kind of cold. You're kind of inside more, and then like but like it's kind of seasonal then like you like summertime much more freeing and stuff but then with um it's it's always just kind of there and then you just have to it's you're always just kind of pushing through it and stuff but then with anxiety that's you just kind of just like you'll be okay but then a quick little thing happens and then you start feeling a little anxious and you start like i don't know you're kind of start thinking really fast about and then you can for me, I kind of, like, start, like, going down the same path, and a scenario starts happening, like, with, um, I know we were in the same speech class, so I'll use this as an example, but, like, I hate getting up in front of groups of people talking, like, so getting up and doing a presentation, if I'll have to constantly remind myself that it's going to be okay, like, you got this, because if I start getting flustered or something, then I'll start, like, blushing, and then my mind just, like, oh, everyone's staring at me, this is so embarrassing, and then I start going down that path, and then it'll come back later in, like, the day and stuff, and then just, like, reoccurring events that can also trigger depression. So I think just if you start dealing saying, like, everything's going to be okay, and then you just start being like, oh, I got this. This is going to be okay. No one really – I'll be okay. No one's really, like, caring that much about this if, like, it helps. But, like, just knowing that you can you can fight it is, I think, the best but I mean I think you covered a lot I mean I, I did ask some questions obviously a lot of my questions are just trying to kind of understand because I think that's one of the biggest things if you don't have if you're if you don't have anxiety and depression and you don't if, if you don't attempt to I wouldn't say if you don't attempt, if you don't understand why this is happening to someone it can easily cause a stigma and I think that that's probably unfortunately sometimes people go to that and I think that we really need to treat this more as a like a biological issue like if if this was a actual disease I mean it is a disease but if it was if it was like you know more of like a bacteria born virus or something like that I think it, we need to treat it the same way and I think we need to be there to support people because obviously you can't treat this with a pill because it's it's what you're thinking every day mm -hmm. and I think that just supporting people in your life that you think might have depression or someone comes out to you with depression is one of the most important things you can do and then trying to encourage them to just get help is something that I believe is pretty important do you have any organizations or anything you want to plug uh, that maybe helps you out or just like any resources that you think that people should be aware of um 
this is all kind of also new to me just because I've never really gone, this is going to be like the first time I'm actually going public with it. So I kind of really just want to say that if there's anyone out there struggling, that it's okay. You're not alone. It's okay to reach out. There's people out there, health, there are organizations that are there designed to help you. And so I think if breaking the stigma of mental health and saying, okay, this is a real issue. We need to start dealing with this will help just in, in people's everyday lives because they know that there's still a, like they'll be able to get help and they'll be able to fight it all right well i think that's i think that's well said uh this next segment of the podcast obviously we're probably going to move to something a little bit lighter yes, please. but Let's do that. uh thanks thank you guys for listening so much i mean this to me is really important obviously i've known people that have committed suicide over mental health issues and i take anything that anyone tells me very seriously and I think that it's it's important for us to kind of understand. So anyone that uh, listened to this podcast, uh, thank you so much. I mean, I think Mets coming out, it's a big deal. I think Connor wanted to read. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much, Mets. Now we're going to move on to the next segment of the podcast, a little more joking. So uh, stay tuned.